0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to I'm um, Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I am joined today by Bob. A.K.A. Alistair Crowley. Hmm,
1: Alistair Crowley, uh, the the great beast. <laughs> I was going to say interrupt- Alistair Cook, but I couldn't think of his name. Oh. Uh- <laughs> Alistair Cook. <laughs> Alistair Cookie uh, from oh, yeah, yeah. Monsterpiece, Monsterpiece Theater, monster Monsterpiece Theater, yes.
0: The much, the much
1: better version. Indeed.
0: Uh, yeah. Hey, how's it going? That's good.
1: How are nice. you? Nice. We uh, actually know because we've been in the store together for several hours. That is
0: true. Oh, my God. You're breaking kayfabe all over the place. Um, but uh, I will say that today is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. We should probably are get going. There so many books this week. It is insane. It's I badass. think this is honestly probably the most stressful week that we've put Chad through as our webmaster putting up this week's books he almost had an aneurysm doing this so oh my god i feel bad for him because it was like literally 200 different titles with uh with variants and everything else Oof. so
1: yeah and some of those books had a lot had, <laughs> had a lot of variants
0: yeah sorry sorry chad that uh, especially for fucking that stupid gargoyles book that i ordered tons of variants oh for. yeah i couldn't help it it's gargoyles it is gargoyles everybody loves them garg- gargoyles gargoyles um all right Let's start off with Absolute Multiversity, the hardcover. Ooh, uh, that, that is, sounds cool. That is an amazing thing. It is the gigantic slipcased uh, Multiversity. I love it. It didn't fit on any of the shelves over here, so we put it up I put it over with the later releases. With the releases. other omnibuses. Yeah, because it just was not going to fit in any place safely in the new releases. Mm. Uh, we have next All Against All. This was good. A new book. Number one. Uh, number one that i am unfamiliar with anyone on the creative team uh do you know uh alex uh i didn't recognize any names now alex Packna- pack not nettle and oh actually i do recognize casper wingard i don't know who that is i saw I christian them.
1: ward did a variant cover for it as the only name that that i recognized
0: true. um but it was good cool interesting concept uh, what is the concept? I did the not The concept
1: read it, is it's in the far future. Uh, there's an alien race that exists. Like, they're basically, you know, like those, um, they exist in this world where there's, like, a parasitical organisms that take over host bodies and uh, yes. make them run like zombies? Yep. So, basically, imagine that, but from space. Okay. But they've colonized and conquered, like, the entire galaxy. Neat. And then they come back to Earth and... Um, earth is filled with wild life and they don't they're not sure how to deal with it um they just want to mine uh earth for its genetic materials and um hmm. they're also kind of wimps which is kind of funny it's like these conquering alien species but they're okay. just like afraid um and I then like there's That's basically great. like yeah, it's yeah. got like kind of like a commandy angle there's a okay. there's a a, a blonde shirtless savage boy <laughs>
0: that's great that kind of fits into one of those like reddit threads yeah where it was like what if aliens came down and they didn't know what to do with all of our species because we have such a weird fucking planet exactly. which i think is actually a good uh a good pitch yeah so, yeah this I'm is uh somebody do something with that good, concept. good
1: concept and the art was actually pretty good too nice i, I enjoyed it
0: uh, american jesus revelation number two is still that same series. Uh, Avengers 63 is out.
1: Uh, it's getting, actually, I will say about Avengers, it's yeah. getting slightly more cohesive as it goes on. I agree. I actually, I liked the last one a lot,
0: and I liked mm. this one a lot. So. I liked
1: the revelation about the, the All-Rider, the, the big ghost. The,
0: I mean, that's the other part of this, is that clearly this new Avengers
1: series is... Or the too- Ghost Goblin, I'm sorry.
0: Oh, the well, yes, there's but the All-Rider is the thing that's really fascinating, and it yeah. seems to be the thing that they're... Um, yeah, they're trying to. Speaking of kayfabe, they're trying to put him over. It feels like like they're yeah. trying to.
1: Well, Jason get, Aaron has been pushing Ghost Rider since yeah. like I mean that was like the first book he did for Marvel, right? He loves Ghost Rider. I, love, I mean, I loved that run. His
0: run of Ghost Rider is like the one to beat. There's yeah. no, there's no other better Ghost Rider run than his. Yep. And he's up against fucking Warren Ellis, who you know just kind of recycled a bunch of ideas from Preacher, which was yeah. weird because he literally had a guy with an ass face and it was like what? What? You, just, you just fucking did yeah. that dude <laughs> like, I just the this? thing about
1: the, the Aaron Boshi run which I like cemented like I just that's why I read scumbag I was like yeah, Roland yeah. Boshi was on it I was yeah. like Aaron Boshi like you put them together like I'm on I love that team uh, but their, their run was I can't I couldn't believe oh, how unpopular it was because it was insane. easily the best ghost rider stories I've ever read It's like I've read a fair amount
0: and it was I think the thing that made me the most sad when the second Ghost Rider movie came out was that it felt very much like those guys the crank guys knew that that was the one to go for and that was the thing to do and I was like. If these guys understand that they're making a shitty B movie with Ghost Rider and it's going to have all sorts of crazy exploitation elements and we're going to get those nuns and we're going to get all this other shit, yeah. fuck, this is going to be great. And it was like, oh no, you ignored all that stuff and yeah. just did something dumb. Yep. Yeah, too bad. Derp. Although they did make that giant uh, land excavator, that giant mining tool come to life. So. <sighs> nice. Points, I've actually never seen. Points for that.
1: Either Ghost Rider movie.
0: I like the first one for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. I've heard
1: good things. I just have never gotten around to it
0: i mostly like the fact that uh, uh rebel wilson was in it in her first role in a cameo <laughs> and she apparently snatched uh the wig off uh nicholas cage's head Ooh! Uh, she was like oh my god this is so this thing looks so funny and just like yoinked it and everyone on set just froze and got all freaked out and she still kept her job somehow
1: wow you know i didn't even know he wore a wig yeah he wore uh, like a hairpiece i don't know if piece. It was a wig but yeah oh man i read a great comic where uh these aliens came to earth and their plot was spoiled by the fact that they didn't understand that wigs were a thing <laughs> and this guy had a toupee and they knew he was a fake alien spy because his hair was real and then at the end the alien the good aliens are like uh They're like, we have a pill that will grow an entire head of hair back. And the bald guy's like, oh, really? You do? And they're like, oh, sorry. We didn't bring it with us. (laughs) (laughs) The end. And I was like, as a bald guy, I was like, oh, I'd slap those aliens so hard. (laughs) Anyway.
0: Oh my god! That's a good one. All right. Um. Let's see. What do we got? We got. Oh, we got a good one. Batman. One thirty. Oh man.
1: You know, honestly, I think that you. I think it's good. You have a lot of copies of this because yes. I think that this might be a once people realize what happens in it, like yep. you might get a run on them. I think so too. This is uh This is a definitely. I mean, obviously, it's not.
0: I. The, I love it. The though.
1: thing that's presented, but man. I when I realized that at the end of the last one that this issue was going to be Batman falling from the moon to earth with no uh, mechanical devices to aid him and I was just like how are you going to fucking do this and of course it's stupid but like it's great it's great
0: <laughs> I can't remember who was it Batman there was a comic out one of these weeks that literally referenced uh, the Satanic Verses. Somebody was falling out of an airplane and they literally were like making Salman Rushdie jokes. Oh, weird. I and don't I was like, that. wow, that's that's deep. I don't know how many people have read the <laughs> Satanic Verses. And you know that
1: <laughs> reference. Yeah. Uh, Cle- clearly, I didn't. If it's one that I read, <laughs> I've never read the Satanic mostly Verses.
0: Mostly because uh, at one point uh, my friends and I had joked about making a... Uh, a Guns N' Roses video after the November Rain video came out and it was so insane. We're like eventually there's gonna be a satanic versus one where Slash falls out of an airplane and his good <laughs> and evil selves split out and have dueling guitar solos as they're falling to the ground. Oh my god. Uh so you I should
1: have somehow pitch that you should invent time (laughs) travel just to go back in time and pitch that i could probably still
0: pitch it just slash for something just in the spare time slash let's just (laughs) animate this yeah yeah uh batman and the joker
1: the deadly duo number two i was reading this and i mean it's fine i swear this is a retelling of another comic that i I have read there was something in my brain that was like i've read this before and I can't remember where, but whatever. It's Batman I mean, and the Joker and they team up and whatever. It, here's the thing Sylvester. is that it
0: reminds me an awful lot of of Sean's book. Of current the current Yeah. I mean, because you have the you have the Joker and Batman kinda paling around because yeah. he's stuck in his head. Yeah. And he's a weird invented hologram, but still sorry, spoiler alert for mm. Batman Beyond the White Knight if you haven't read it yet. Uh, but you should have, since we have a bunch of signed copies and shit. And
1: oh yeah, no people, people, people listening to this have read it. I, th- I, think. I would imagine, and if so. not, they're not going. They're read not it. going to. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that it, there is definitely a similarity there. But there's something in this that I'm like, is this a story that happened in like the Silver Age, mm. and they're just redoing it for like I a modern? Know. Hit. I don't know, but like, I, f- I feel I mean, like
0: a- after a thousand issues, you know what? Sure. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Or two thousand issues,
0: if you yeah. include I mean, detective. A, there's definitely or at least like twenty thousand issues, if you include miniseries. Yeah.
1: Oh my god. At least that many. Uh, yeah, it's it's a lot, but uh, yeah. Anyway, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I. I don't hate sylvester's art, so it's like no, to me, it's I, like it's not a book I'm going to pick up but 100%, like
0: hundred like, percent love his art. I think it's great. And I loved him on the X-Men and I, I yeah. find some of his scritchy scritchy is a little ridiculous, but in this it works really well and I like it. His dialogue bothers me. I do not enjoy reading his dialogue. I find it super, super trite.
1: Yeah. I mean, some awesome. of these guys, they're, they're artists. First. Right. Exactly.
0: And, but that, but that's the thing to fucking ask somebody to help you. Get you know, an editor. Get an editor. <laughs> but, I mean, he does have an editor, and I
1: think... Well, I don't know. I'm not... Consi- I, oh, am yeah, I... Like, no, I don't want to insult right. anyone, but I, like, the uh, the editorial hand at some of the major guys you're at this wrong. point does not feel that it is all that heavy. True. Considering the amount of mistakes and typos and, like, <laughs> stupid things that they should have realized were bad ideas and all that stuff that just yeah. kind of, like, flies, like... Absolutely. Especially when big name like I mean the the Scott Snyder and, and Tom King Batmans are a perfect example yeah. for me of like what happens when an editor is just like oh well it, it'll it sell whatever like let's just put it out. And it's like this actually doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like people read these <laughs> like they they, <laughs> yeah. they expect a story that does certain narrative things. That's why they're called. Stories. Yeah, yeah. No,
0: I agree. Yeah, I, I just remember uh, specifically at DC Comics in the early 2000s, maybe early. Two- sure. When did Coast City start? Fifteen years ago, something like that. Mm. So you know, like 2012. Yeah, it's, uh, 2012 minus five. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, sure. Yeah. So let's let's say early 2000s. Um, we were getting a bunch of comics in. And Tony would constantly pull them out and point out things in them and just be like, look at this shit. And there were so many times, like every month, it would be like, put black color here. And it would be written in the panel. And you're like, (laughs) what the fuck, man? How did you miss that? So many times there were like editorial corrections in the margins printed in the comic. And that was like early 2000s when they were just getting used to Photoshop technology. And it was like, <laughs> it was bad.
1: Well, I think in the so at least that's not happening anymore. I think yeah, that is definitely good that it's not happening as much anymore. I think those kind of things do still fly through, but um, in the old days, you had editorial was top power. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you had like you know Weisinger was like Superman, and yeah, like yeah. Infantino was whatever artistic director, whatever. But all yep. these guys, these older guys. <laughs> I mean, we'll talk. We can talk about patriarchy and all that shit, but like. You know they were in control, and they hired the writers. The writers were not this, and now it's like the creatives are the things that sell. Yes. And so they'll get whoever, and they'll just be like, you know, and it's just these kids. Like, and, they, and I'm not saying they're not trained right, or right. whatever, but like they're not gonna like tell oh, <laughs> superstar X what to what to do. like yeah. You yeah. Know, I, that's what the sense I get anyway.
0: Listen, man, I, I went to college for way too long. You know, (laughs) I I've done a bunch of writing courses. I've done a bunch of stuff and when I got my fucking editor stuff back from my real editor as opposed to like people who had just kind of helped along the way. Right. I got a real fucking editor to look at my shit and he was like, here's a thousand things that you need to fix. This is a subordinate clause. This is this. And it's like, Mm. oh shit. Fuck. How did I miss that? And it's like it's just when you're just doing, a thing. when
1: you're creating a comic or writing a comic or drawing a comic or whatever, you're you're so fixated right. on the piece that you're working on that you don't always see it as that. I learned this in my scripting classes. Yeah, uh, you know, you've got to you've got to see it, and other people need to see it, and so true. Y- other people who will tell you the fucking truth need to see it, so and that true. is like the thing that's hard because everybody's going to tell you what's good, right. You know, yeah, exactly. And anyway. having
0: somebody tell you what sucks about your book is super helpful. Yeah, I had to have somebody tell me what sucked about a book that I was working on that's separate from the other thing that everybody knows about. And I was like, I was that was harsh because I really put a lot of time into this and I was really proud of it. But you know what? If you didn't understand what was going on, I gotta fix
1: it and yeah. that sucks. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. It I hurts. did I did a radio course last week where I was learning to like read copy. Oh yeah. Uh and I'm I thought it was, I was I'm really like not like hot shot or anything, but like I'm good at that. Yeah, I thought yeah. I was good at it. Everybody had told me that I did a good job with it, that it heard yeah, me yeah. do it. And um I read copy and it was like, yeah, here's all of it and it was like shattering I was like holy shit like and now like I it's like bottomed me out and now I'm building it back up again because it's like oh shit how do I not do this thing now you know yeah yeah it's tough yeah that's that's why that's why criticism is good and not
0: bad true that's why i'm never going back to a music class ever again because i don't want anybody to tell me that i suck at the (laughs) thing that i think i'm good at uh anyway (laughs) right on uh black clover graphic novel 31 it doesn't hurt me any to not know at this point it's not like i'm a professional (laughs) It's, it's true it's not it's not my livelihood so it doesn't fucking matter
1: well you're also like at a point where like I'm too you know, fucking me- old. <laughs> Music-wise, I wouldn't worry about it as much. You you got, you got chops.
0: It's a little it's a little late for me. Uh, bloodstained Teeth Number Seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a colorful, uh, crazy technicolor barf of a book. I love it. I think <laughs> it looks great. Uh, yeah. Like it's just it's super fucking cool looking. It's the story is whatever. It's not the greatest horror story I've ever read. But is it one of the most interesting visual books I've ever seen? Yeah, fucking yeah, totally is. Definitely cool.
1: Um, hey, just to throw this out there, you missed Batman Nightwatch, number four, <laughs> and you also missed Beyond Behemoth,
0: Oh, yeah, two. Beyond Behemoth, number two. That's a thing. Also books that are out.
1: Uh, yes, and
0: Batman Joker's Asylum trade paperback is also out. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a bunch of one-shots collected, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, it's. Late 90s, early 2000s, something. Yeah, something like that. They I've were, seen them before, but I don't remember yeah. when.
0: Yeah, it was. There was one really hot book in there, and that was that uh, Harley Quinn issue that was done by the guy that did she Billy. Oh, uh, Billy Tan. Billy Tan. That was a very hot issue of that that everyone was like super crazy about for a while. Yeah. Um, Justice League Brave and the Bold number twenty eight. This is a oh facsimile Emily edition. It's very cool. Uh,
1: the only thing i don't like about this is that clearly the they have scans and mm -hmm. retouched and like redone art for the comic but then the ads just look like shit it's like they just scan the ads which i'm like whatever it's fun i I, i'm all about it i love the facsimiles but it's (laughs) it's like if you know and obviously they're not gonna retouch the ads but like how hard is that yeah exactly you get an intern to do that shit I know. Uh,
0: I would do it, <laughs> Captain America, Sentinel of Liberty, number seven. You but know what? I wouldn't
1: do it. I'd do yeah, for free. Like, I'd fuck fuck you. I'd, I'd ask you for money. Yeah. Fuck. But you could pay someone like not a lot for doing it. True. Yeah, I um, mean,
0: sitting at a Cintiq tracing shit all day long is
1: not as awesome as it sounds. Oh no, it's not awesome at all. Like if you're making minimum wage, it might be minimum wage worthy. Yeah,
0: it might be. It uh, might be. Sentinel of Liberty number seven, Captain America, great fucking comic. Yeah, I dug this one. We were just talking about how much I really like this guy and uh, the writer of this and uh, how good his Kang miniseries was, you and are, so yeah, about- fucking loved it. And yes. Great comic.
1: But this one was cool in that they've kind of like gotten past the uh the introductory arc and now it's like here's the book this is gonna be. And it's actually like based on this issue, a pretty solid Captain America run shaping up. Nice. Uh Captain Marvel number forty four. It was interesting. Um kind of like an X Men comic in a way. Oh She's fighting the brood in space oh, with a bunch of right. X Men. I read
0: the last one and it was really mm. good. I really like that last one. Yeah, yeah. It
1: felt like an X Men comic to me, it which is nice. It feels very
0: much <laughs> like an X Men comic that has Captain yeah. Marvel as a like auxiliary character, but still, yes. whatever, that's okay by me. Castle full of blackbirds.
1: That's a Mignola verse book.
0: Tis. Damage control number five. Mm. Yeah. Uh, oh man, this week's fucking one of my favorites, Daredevil number six.
1: I will say Daredevil. Also, what I thought but was very good comic. Yeah, oh very good. Oh my
0: god, I love this. And this is, this is one of those things. This is a Zadarski type thing where it's like, okay, we've done we've done the violence enough. We've figured it out. It feels like we're repeating ourselves, just having him pound people's heads in. And yep. then now we've got this place where there's literally a moment with a symbiote that is like, one Oh yeah. Of my yeah. Favorite moments. Yeah. That was really good. <laughs> it was just yeah. like, it just responding to absolute brutal violence of this, like extreme X men, ridiculous nonsense yeah. character. Yeah. And it's like, Nope, sorry. We're, no we're we're not not going to we're not doing that (laughs) we're not responding with violence you're only going to get met with love here and it's like whoa this is a very odd take and I fucking love it I
1: did really like it um my only issue of course with any of these is just that like when you get wrapped up in a run like this when it ends and then it goes back and like whoever's in it just becomes like the same shitty version of themselves they were before and it kind of like goes back to zero like
0: I really love to think that that's not going to happen with
1: that character always I always love to think that it's not going to happen and like, I mean, very rarely have sure, i been disappointed.
0: But at least but at least or there will be not disappointed. right. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> but i think that at least if nothing else i hope that one of these like specifically the the characters that they've chosen have been uh, characters that no one gives a shit about. Yes, like th- you can <laughs> fancy tell, Dan. <laughs> you can tell that like nobody's gonna care about Fancy Dan. No one's gonna care about what is it Nightmare or Shriek or what? Not Shriek. Uh, it's much yeah, worse than Shriek. it's one
1: of the symbiotes. And then there it's was one a, of the one of everybody's least favorite, least known symbiotes. The other one was that guy from the Nacenti, John Romita <laughs> Jr. run with the handlebar mustache, <laughs> yes. uh, and he was actually a huge part of. And I loved the interplay yeah, yeah. between them, and so and like good. it was like these are real characters like real characterization real stakes yeah. real conversation like real feeling yeah. conversations and that's what Zdarsky's great wow. at so it was i love good. it it's a good issue and it's
0: tying into the punisher and uh, to yeah. skip ahead to the punisher i know you don't care for it because you don't care for the punisher but i think this punisher run is phenomenal nice. and this particular issue uh there's just i mean they spoil it literally on the cover but essentially this whole the whole MacGuffin of the entire series has been this enchanted sword thing Mm. that got shattered and it's like forge those into bullets (laughs) yeah you don't win war with yeah exactly you win war oh I I shouldn't even say that but it's I fucking love it I think it's I think it's an amazing version of the Punisher and I especially love the fact that what it boils down to is there's no place for this story to go other than the Punisher becoming a man of peace hmm. at some point and I want to read that fucking story so bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. The the, the the mystery of of how to the how to solve for Punisher in the Marvel universe is definitely a equation I, that is difficult to solve.
0: Exactly. And this this version where he's essentially the puppet of a god you know, it means that there's, you know, it takes away a lot of the a lot of the nonsense that right. we're all worried about with with the character. Right. So, uh, I don't know. I I enjoy that part. It is a hundred times bloodier and gorier, and has turned him into a literal monster as opposed to just like a street level monster. He is like legitimately just executing people and tearing them in half because he's been imbued by the. the the essence of this fucking god so Mm. it is uh it is a bit much yeah i like it yeah right and you know what else is a a little bit dark but still very fun the dark web i was gonna say it but a little bit sticky (laughs) sure it's i mean it's it's the best it's the best place to order uh a hitman uh drugs or uh (sighs) spider oh man
1: i can't believe i never even thought about the dark like the actual dark web (laughs) in terms of this storyline title uh, that's funny. Uh, uh, I actually really like Dark Web. I, I do thought it too. Was good. I think it's great, and it returns another another non X Men comic that feels like an X Men comic.
0: <laughs> so true. I mean, clearly it is. This is leading us towards an Inferno event with Madeline Pryor and yeah. Ben and Riley. Ben Riley something. in that strange yeah. Spider Man outfit. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Uh, yeah, it's, I, it's really I'm, good. I'm really looking forward to, to really the series going on. Yeah,
1: uh, the X Men are, are in it. They are acting like X Men that yeah. I recognize. Like their yeah. characterizations make sense, unlike many other comics that don't. I'm
0: gonna say I'm not terribly looking forward to the
1: crossovers that this is going to be Oh yeah I have never the main series is where I'm going to be with this, this is, for sure.
0: later on we're going into the sinister thing and it's like everybody's we're
1: doing Oh is that, that. part of Dark Web? I think the that's, sins I think of sinister I think the
0: sins of sinister is spinning out spinning
1: out of Dark Blurt. Web if you will I don't care about that but you know what I did care about in this was a Venom Yes
0: yeah Venom I mean it's a it's a spoiler but there's some good Venom shit in
1: here I don't so. think that's a spoiler to say there's good Venom in yeah, here
0: Yeah sure we'll just say that but it is it's great uh read it it's good yeah. uh do a power bomb number 7 is out all last great. issue uh, Dragon Ball Super graphic novel number 17, Fantastic Four number two. Please tell me it was good. It was so good. Fuck it was yes. honestly like I
1: liked the first issue, and this was like way better than the first I issue. I loved that first issue, so I'm yeah. I can't
0: wait to read this. This is really good. It, it's though.
1: basically Reed and Sue versus Doombots, but yes. like in a very squirrel girl, like cerebral yes. kind of way. Like, I, I shouldn't say like squirrel girl because it's not like cute. Yeah. But, um, but definitely like those kind of Ryan North scripts that paid oh, off nice. in Squirrel Girl where it was like, oh, yeah, this guy's actually brilliant and a very good storyteller. Yeah, and yeah. like so there's like a a hook within the the story that is very clever and very cool. And nice. I like the way he's opening the arc up with yeah. like. Kind of like what they did with the new Spider-Man, where it's like, here's shit that happened, and you don't know what it is. Yeah, and yeah. But, like, focusing on, like, here's how I'm going to characterize these guys, and here's how I'm going to characterize these guys. And it makes sense, and it's good, and um, yeah. Good stuff. Good, very good. Nice. Uh, we do have
0: uh, more of Fantastic Four Full Circle hardcovers, yeah, yeah. the Alex Ross thing from Abrams that's finally back in, so... We got those available for you. We have Frank Miller's Pandora out uh which I didn't read and I don't think anybody else did. I read it. What did you think? Meh. Yeah. Perfect. I mean,
1: honestly, like it's like it's something that like if it gets optioned for television, which it yeah. could, I mean, um, that's you'll the whole, want you'll wish you got the first issue because it'll skyrocket in value. Yeah, but, but like, it's that's not the whole purpose like purpose of this whole thing. Yeah, I don't know. know. I mean, the executive the executive editor of this whole line of comics is, is Dan, Dan, Dan DiDio. So that's all, yeah. all you need to know. <laughs> that's
0: all you need to know about that. Uh, G.I. Joe Crimson Guard. We've Ooh. got so many really cool figures. The Crimson Guard is amazing. Uh, they made cool. a Dusty, and they made one of my favorite characters from the old days, Zarana, who hmm. I believe is Zartan's sister. Yes. Uh, and she's the, the so punk she's rocker. She's the twin of Xandar. She basically, yes, who I also really love. Um, she was, I think she was patterned after, uh, after... Uh, Wendy O. Williams. I can Which see I that. think is, which makes me love her all the more. Uh, and also, uh, if speaking of Wendy O., if you're, if you're looking for Blu-rays, we have a bunch and we also have Reform School Girls on Blu-ray ah. in here and a really awesome vinegar release with like slipcase and everything. It's fucking awesome. Cool. I got myself a copy as well. Nice. Of course I did. It's fucking Wendy O. Williams in Reform School Girls. Nice. Uh, what a great movie. I
1: think the thing that's crazy about these toys and i'm just like looking at them right now uh the packaging on them is really funny because it's like crimson guard and it's like this painted picture of crimson guards and then dusty and it's like this painted picture of dusty and then zorana <laughs> and it's just like this j scott campbell looking cartoon looks, drawing of her it looks it's like, like totally an totally different yeah, girl yeah.
0: ridiculous yeah 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 because she is a ridiculous character which yes. i guess is why i like her yeah.
1: um okay so we got uh, I'm going to skip ahead. Because I, I it's Xandar. I think it was like she had a twin brother. I remember that yeah. from the comic. I remember
0: that they both didn't they both have pink hair. Yeah. They, they both. I think they, they both hairs. had like day
1: glow kind uh, of yeah, looks. Yeah. They gonna, were from that I'm era. I'm going to Google it real quick. When, when I loved comic <laughs> all of the Dayglo shit. I only know them oh, from the comic, the which Toxo, I was still reading. Toxo
0: Viper was one of my favorite Toxo videos. Viper,
1: nice. Uh, Garfield Fat Cat 3-Pack.
0: Aw. That's right. That's three Garfield books in one for 16 bucks. Come on. That's more Garfield than you can shake a stick at. Uh, all right. Gargoyles number one, the most fucking stupid variants that we have for any of these things (laughs) but it's gargoyles and it's cool the art is perfectly in line with gargoyles uh the cartoon and it's great uh there were things that i did not remember uh so i was a little confused by a couple of plot points in this but it was fun Hmm.
1: um yeah it's isn't it written by one of the mm showrunners yeah
0: yeah yeah so so it it is going to be true to the source material i guess i never finished the cartoon ever so i so it makes sense that i didn't know who a couple of people were i
1: got it right it is
0: xandar nice
1: <laughs> yeah she is the sister of zartan and fraternal twin of xandar nice all i remember is tomax and Zaymot. oh tomax and Zemat as well um but they weren't <laughs> dreadnoughts no they were not they were just cobra guys and they had stupid outfits. And they, they had. They, they had, they had uh, one had a scar. Did they both, both have scars? scars. On opposite eyes. Well,
0: exactly. They were mirror reflection yeah, scars. Yeah. Were they so cool? It was
1: Zartan the one that when you put him in the water he turned blue. Uh
0: yes. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: He was the one that
0: was a master of disguise and had a backpack with a face in it. Ah yes, <laughs> the face. I had. He, I had that had toy. A,
1: he had a swamp skipper, <laughs> which was this Nice. Like, it was like a speeder bike kind of looking thing. <laughs> it, was,
0: it was something that like. Uh, essentially he had like a, a big bucket that he carried behind him and was like, oh, I'm just a, just a, an elderly farm man carrying this bucket. Haha! ha. <laughs> I could turn it into a swamp skipper and I could be out of here in a second
1: nice oh toys of the 80s and i just remember i'm remembering now like when like i don't know if it was like a mad max thing but like when every comic had like the the dreadnoughts or the marauders or no what were the guys from x-men they weren't were
0: they marauders uh there was the marauders
1: yeah No, but it wasn't the marauders it was the guys from the outback they were was, cyborgs.
0: I remember one of their name. They all had... They actually had Mad Max names. Like, one of them was named Skull Crusher. Right, and like, Skull
1: Crusher. And Donald Pierce was one of them, too, I think.
0: Th- not quite as good a name no, as, Donald Pierce as is Skull not, Crusher. Like, Let's... Uh, Outback X-Men? Yeah. I can't remember... Oh, God. Here, I'll Google it while you do that. Yeah, please, you, you do forward. that. I'm going to talk about Ghost Rider number nine. Nice. I didn't uh, read it, so I'm I have to. I did, and I love this character. There is an evil anti-Ghost Rider who is like, he looks like he's coal rolling the whole time. He's just like, <laughs> lo- like smog, just pours off him as he's going down the highway. And he's got, instead of being a skull, he's like musculature and he's got like pipes coming out of his neck so he looks like he himself is the motorcycle. It's a great fucking design. This whole issue was brutal. Very bloody. Very Satan-y. Full of nonsense and it is leading up to the uh, maybe last issue of the series but uh, number 10 is going to be the big confrontation between the two of them. Mm. I really like this book now. (laughs) I hated it when it first started. I liked the first issue I was like okay Gonna be great, and then it petered out, and I was like, I'm done with this thing, I'm so back on board. Nice. this issue really sold me. Um, the Reavers, the Reavers, that's what they were called. Thank you. They, uh, they reaved, <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm a bereaver. Um, <laughs> Ayo uh, Guilt trade paperback that is, of course, from Ahoy Comics. That is the glorious oh, yeah, the, international travel. I read of the first issue of that something. and then
1: I never I never saw it again. Never saw it again. Huh. Guilt trade paper. I'll check maybe I'll check that out. I liked the first issue of it. Mm.
0: What about Good Boy, Volume Three, number one? I did not read Good me Boy either. Uh Gotham City Year One. Um, this one didn't grab me. Uh Hellboy
1: in Love, number two. Love it. I love it. So this, this is the second issue. It's a two issue. Um anything like how when when Mignola stopped doing Hellboy and Figredo took over and they did all the Hellboy stuff with him, Wild Hunt and all that stuff, yep. and it was like the best, like the it was oh, yeah, like yeah. that's the good Hellboy that isn't Mignola. This guy Matt Smith. Uh, is like that. Oh. Oh, he nice. is awesome. I love, like, I'll read any, I mean, I read a lot of Hellboy anyway, but, like, I'll read any Hellboy that he does, because he did the Bones of Giants adaption. Oh, nice. And he also did that the art for that Folklords uh, oh, yeah. series with Matt that. Kent that was really good, and I wish would come back, because it was Why so cool. Am I not carrying those trades? Because it never really ended. It was, I right? think there was only one trade. I think yeah. they just did one series, and it never came out again. That's too bad. I it really is too bad, because it was really good. Uh, Hexware, number
0: one. Tim Seeley. Is that a reissue? I yeah. I think nope. it is. Maybe. Who knows? I think you've uh, had
1: other issues of that. Hexware. Maybe. I don't think so. But no, maybe not. It's, maybe I, I, it's a maybe it was a damage replacement or something. I don't I've seen it before. Weird. I have not. Uh
0: Immortal X Men number nine is out.
1: Oh, it was actually all the X Men books this week were actually kinda good. Yeah. I think they're starting to figure it out. I think so too. Because they feel like X Men comics to me. And this one was actually pretty good. Uh this was it's like Mr. Sinister, so like I know we were kinda just shitting on the age of Sinister or whatever that, that thing, but it's like him basically like time traveling to like try to kill the X Men in creative ways and <laughs> like I don't know. It's just like kind of weird and <clears throat> there's certain like elements of it just like kind of felt like Okay, the bad guys being a bad guy, the good yeah. guys are being good guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're getting closer, guys.
0: Uh, we also have the trade for Immortal X Men. Uh, it's Kieran Gillen, and I I yeah. love Kieran Gillen. So uh, Inferno trade paperback as well, and we have a book that uh, this one you liked. Uh, it's only Teenage Wasteland. I really liked it. It's oh, good. I
1: wasted. <laughs> yeah! yeah. I couldn't even come close to adultery on that one. Um, <laughs> no, uh, you know. It's adultery is a sin. Hey, (laughs) adultery. I didn't even mean to say that, but it's funny. Um, No, the, 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 it's, it's a, it's an apocalypse thing where teenagers are the only ones left, but the way they do the first issue is very, very good because it's like, it's just like literally like a John Hughes movie. Nice. It's like, here's these characters and like, it's, it's funny. It's got like kind of maybe like a like a Ferris Bueller kind of vibe. Like the hmm. parents go away and I'm going to have a party and here's these assholes come in and like you get but it's smart because it it introduces you to the personalities of all the main characters. Hmm. And then at the end it's like Oh, and then there's an apocalypse. Nice. And it's like, and it also the other thing I really liked about it is like no ads and it's like the comic is on the inside covers and the, so it's like the whole, yeah, yeah. like the cover to the back cover. It's like all comic.
0: From the windows to the walls. From the windows to the walls. Yeah. Uh, it's good.
1: I really liked it. Nice.
0: I'm a wolf, but my boss is a sheep. Volume two, <laughs> uh, Joker: The Man Who Stopped Laughing. Number three, actually, mm.
1: sort of better than, and it had my favorite line of uh, of any comic of the week, which was uh, the Joker getting shot in the head, and there's a bullet lodged in there, and he like goes to this doctor, and he's like, basically like forcing him to fix him, and the guy's like, "I'm not a brain surgeon," and he's like, "Well, you better st- that, <laughs> not with or, that not attitude. with that attitude." That's what he said. Yeah, it was really funny. Yeah, like. It's it, uh, you know like I'm not buying it, but like it was actually a pretty good Joker comic, better than the last Joker series by long stretch.
0: Kaya number three.
1: I like Kaya. Uh, know your station number one. Uh, I oh yeah, this is like about space um, and kind of like alien, kind of like there's like murders happening in, on a space station kind of nice. thing. Nice. Um, looked alright.
0: Okay. Least we can do number four. I didn't look at it. I. Uh, little Monsters. Little also, didn't itsy look at Bitsy Bitsy Monsters. We've also got a Mad Magazine, which is number 29. Eww. We've got Marauders, number 9, out this week. Mm. And I didn't like this one as much. Uh, the big one of the week is Miles Morales Spider-Man number 1 the pretty, big old pretty good r- first issue of a new creative team it's fucking cool
1: i liked yeah, it a good. lot yeah. uh, and the, and the, and the first four pages are all on cover stock for some reason so weird
0: it's <laughs> so weird and of course as a result the last four pages
1: <laughs> yes yes but the last four pages only two of them are actual story right. pages cuz like basically you get a like cover stock ad at the end so weird uh but yeah really good um it's i like that peach momoko didn't get the memo that his costume changed <laughs> i like, think she's like her variant is just like the last costume which I, thank god they got rid of because it's terrible it's so
0: weird because yeah that's well that's that's funny because uh, the one in 200 variant for this book was the new costume so, <laughs> so yeah interesting of course but yeah i really liked it um I mean, I like the last series, and I like the series before it. I've yeah. honestly not disliked a Miles Morales series yet. Uh, so, but this one is cool. I like where it's going. It's it seems just. It definitely feels a little more back to basics and a little more like a Spider-Man Spider-Man
1: story. Well, yeah, you I mean he fights the he f- scorpion? He fights the fucking scorpion <laughs> in this
0: one, so it's that's interesting. But, and I uh, think
1: that's a balance that like is tough with uh, Miles Morales because you want to give him his own absolutely. identity, his own villains, but like ev- when you do that, people kind of check out, yeah. sort of. So like I understand that it's like sort of a balance, and they I think they hit that with this issue.
0: And his voice is a little different than they've been writing him up until this point. He seems a little more more... more like a kid his age would talk nice (laughs) in a way that I was like I I, at first I was like wow that's weird and I was like no it's weird that he hasn't talked like this up until this point yeah that's interesting (laughs) he kind of talks like how he talks in spider-verse right whereas like in in the most recent ones he talks like you know some adult <laughs> you know yeah he
1: doesn't he doesn't speak kid language there's a thing I was thinking about this week uh, randomly about how in comics like basically any character between the age of like say 14 and 40 looks exactly the same yes of course. like they all like have the same build the same yep. voice the same and it's like one of those things that kind of like comics doesn't do very well
0: yeah uh, as far as that goes I think the I think the one thing about this comic that is superior to any of the miles Morales series prior to it is literally the dialogue and literally the way that he speaks Mm. I think it's it's very true to a like a teenager growing up where he is nice so I, I think it's cool nice and um yeah that's I guess that's all I need to say about that I think it's great uh monkey prince number nine
1: uh i actually really like this is i've never bought an issue of monkey prince uh but i read that it's kind of tying into some of the new dc stuff that's coming out it's gonna be huge into this new series for some fucking reason it's the craziest thing well uh, okay so i read it and like i hadn't really i've just kind of glanced over it in the past like this is a good comic oh it is yeah 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 it's a good it's a good comic it's a it's weird it is weird. Like he has like a weapon that he stores in his ear.
0: I mean, it, well, that's the, okay. <laughs> like, he'll
1: just like reach in his ear and pull out this like magic staff to fight people with. I but mean, he he fights Supergirl in this. It's <laughs> like very D, is, it's like very DC. It's um,
0: fascinating because it's very like the Monkey Prince is part of a, a like a really old story from China, of course. Yeah. Uh, the, I can't even remember what it's called—the Seven Cities or something like that—and it's uh, but like he is. He's like every DC hero smushed together. Like so, yeah. even back then where he is so overpowered as a character. Yeah. He's like he's everything. He's everything to everyone. He's like magic. Yeah. Like the magic the X-Men character. Oh, In that like yeah. they just kind of have every superpower you could cram into a character because yeah. he's a god and so he's just kind of like everything well,
1: there's a there's a reveal at the end of this that i thought was like completely out of left field and very awesome nice um and it goes back it's not chinese like legacy no. like magic it's dc interesting. Like, legacy dc very interesting um and i d- i actually don't want to say it nice like, but it's pretty cool i'll tell you after the okay, podcast I need like it's, to, i need to look at it it's okay, cool
0: that's awesome uh monstrous hardcover volume two moon girl and devil dinosaur is back with a number one issue that's pretty cool that's good um uh, we've got uh my little pony we have night of the ghoul number three of three yes wrapping up that
1: ghoul it was good i liked it yep i didn't buy any issues of it but i did read all of them and i thought it was pretty good yeah
0: it's pretty good uh, Poison Ivy number seven is out. Uh, predator two ultimate boar predator action figures out, mm. and also Predator number five, also fucking awesome. I love this series. Nice. I'm really enjoying it. Like I said before, I really like Punisher. Really fun. Um, yeah, I seriously no notes i like what they're doing uh it reminds me of every time they do something crazy with the punisher like it reminds me of when he was an angel it reminds me of when he was a frankenstein's monster you know it's just just do something fucking weird with the punisher that's what it needs um i support it radiant pink number one radiant pink radiant pink uh rick and morty versus cthulhu why not? Yeah, I forgot
1: to pick this up and <laughs>
0: see how weird it was. I would like to flip through this. I, I have been ignoring these because they just kind of stopped selling. And then as soon as they did this, I was like, well, I have to do a fucking <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, totally. On. You're locked in. Exactly. It's unfair. <laughs> you really messed with me. Uh, let's see. And, you know, if if they know their shit, then it's it's fun to get little, little references. I like that stuff. Uh, Rogue's Gallery trade paperback is out. Secret Invasion, number two. I love Secret Invasion. Yeah, pretty good. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, seven Sons, number seven. The last issue of that series is out. Uh, Shock Shop, number four. Last issue of that miniseries is out. Cool. And for a special treat, <laughs> <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night is out. I deliberately in, didn't read in this. In comic book form. Yeah. You're going to be surprised to find out that it was sleazy. Bloody and dumb as a post. Uh, Unlike the movie, which is... Highbrow. Very highbrow. Honestly, the thing that shocked me more than anything about this was that there was not a Linnea Quigley impaled on antlers. I was like, (laughs) guys... Do you even is know it, what
1: people are there for? Is it an adaption of the film? It is not. It's a continuation. It's a continuation of the film. Uh, yeah, see, that was the thing. Is like, I haven't seen that film since I was in high school. I have no memory of what happened in it, and I was like, I'm not going to understand this comic at I all, mean, so it's probably it, going to be bad.
0: It was bad, and I understood what was going on, and I don't I, I got to say, I don't really know how this is a continuation or any of that I even after seeing part 1 and 2 14 times, I still don't really know what that means, because that's the end of this guy's story arc. Once they start getting onto the other ones, they go totally off the rails. Uh, And if you want to see how off the rails they are without watching them, you can check out the Funbox Monster podcast, (laughs) where we've discussed all of the uh, extraneous ones with the witches and the the robot toy maker and all that stuff. So, check that out. All right. Um... (laughs) And also, we've got Skybound Presents After School Trade Paperback Volume 1. Oh, man. This is a great series. High recommendations for this one. This is a really, really, really good anthology series. Read it. Very good. Yep. It's it's kind of a horror series for the most part. It is. I guess it's... Entirely
1: a horror series. Is there
0: anything... Was there anything that wasn't horror in this? Nope. I guess there wasn't. Nope. Yeah. It so, was
1: just every issue is done in one, but yeah. it's kind of like, it easily could be like a TV show, yeah. like an anthology so TV fun. show. Like, it was just really good.
0: Yep. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, number 55. Hedgehog. Spawn, 336. Oh mm-hmm. my God. My computer can't catch up with how many comics have to be loaded at the same time uh <laughs> spider-man number three this is the dan slot end of spider-verse story yes um yeah it is it is what it is yep it's you know it, i feel like dan slot has lost some of his magic for writing spider-man i think there's just i think that this just kind of was a forced it i'm not gonna say it was an error it's still good it's just it, it's not it didn't feel like this i don't I don't want to say necessary because nothing's necessary, but like it felt like they said, hey, write another one. And then he had to come up with an idea for it as opposed to I have a great idea. That would be a great way to wrap this whole thing up. Mm and then doing
1: it. I'll tell you my take on why they did it. It's hmm. so that they can have a trade paperback of a Spider-Verse series that comes out right when the movie sure. comes
0: out. Yeah, yeah.
1: Which, by the way, I've seen the trailer for <laughs> at least five times. I think it is great, and We're I can't scared. wait till it comes out.
0: Uh, Star Wars Hidden Empire number two. Nice. I don't know anything about it. We've got some of them card games, the Stephen Rhodes collection, Let's Call the Exorcist, and Stephen Rhodes' Living Well is the Best Revenge. We have Stranger Things trade paperback six. Come check to pre-fisher. I don't know what that word is. Uh, we also have a really nice uh, coffee table book, The Studio Ghibli Complete Works hardcover. Ooh! It is all of the all of the movies of Ghibli, and it's like broken down with like interviews and little behind the scenes things and sketches and foreign movie posters and just like it's really fun. Uh, Sword of Azrael number five of six is out. And there's a crazy anarchy tie-in, it looks like. It's hmm. Very strange. He looks like the preacher from uh, from Poltergeist 2. Oh, nice. Which is nice.
1: Oh, man, did you have you watch Wednesday? I still haven't, no. I I, have, I would, actually, oh, recommend. I, oh, I absolutely oh, will. Yeah. I will. Nice. I'm, yeah.
0: it's, it's, it's on the list. I just, I can't catch up with anything these days.
1: Mm. We, we binged it. Nice. But it has one of those... M- Pilgrim kind of oh, like nice. villainy guys. God is in His <laughs> holy
0: temple. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of. Love that guy. Uh, seriously, in one of the worst movies, having one of the most insanely horrifying villains. What a, what a wasted opportunity Poltergeist 2 was. <laughs> Not only one of the grossest effect scenes, the scene where the dad drinks the worm in the tequila and then throws up the H.R. Giger monster that turns into a legless corpse that crawls across his floor. I
1: hate to break it to you, but I've never seen Poltergeist 2. Oh, my God. So thanks for the spoilers. Let me
0: just tell you, it's bad. It is legitimately a terrible movie, yeah. but the preacher from from poltergeist 2 is probably one of the scariest horror movie characters of all time nice and the subject of uh among the living the uh the anthrax album and song Hmm. you know just in case you want to listen to more anthrax which i always encourage yes uh that texas blood number 20 nice minecraft inspired misadventures of frigile and fluffy number four hardcover the Variants number five. A comic I keep forgetting to fucking read and yeah. everybody says is amazing.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it is. It's Gail Simone. Uh, I think you skipped a Thanos comic. Thanos Death Notes. Jesus Christ,
0: it's not on the website.
1: Oh, no. There were so many books this week, Chad, just missed it. Yeah, it's uh, it's notable in that it's possible that it ties into th- the issue of Thor that came out this week in a way oh, because yeah, yeah, of reasons, but I'm not 100%. Yeah,
0: I think it does. Um,
1: it, it at least might. Yeah, <laughs> it at least might. It has similar writing uh, in terms of the same person writing some of uh, the, the Thanos is an anthology. Yeah. But one of the things is written by the new Thor writer, and then there's a reason why perhaps it might tie in that you might get when you read the Thor comic, Nice, which we'll talk about, I guess, soon.
0: Thunderbolt Fantasy Omnibus, number one. Mm. Uh,
1: Tiger Division. Is much better than you'd think it would be, but also doesn't feel very vital reading.
0: Uh, Turtles Armageddon Game and Turtles 135, both out this week. Good. undiscovered country number 22 is out this week uh, walking dead number 52 is out this week you skipped thor uh didn't we just talk about thor wasn't that what we were just talking oh about? did you
1: skip it on purpose because we talked oh about i thought thor. we were just
0: talking about it oh uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah
1: thor is out as well with a new writer yes and that's yeah, good and, and it was good because the movie version of valkyrie is in it a lot mm-hmm. and i'm into it I yeah like, i like that character
0: i do too uh it's it's weird that that character isn't in more stuff. Yeah. Uh, Walking Dead, we've got X-Force number 35. We've got X-Men Red number nine.
1: Uh, probably the best X-Men comic, X-Men proper comic that I've yeah. read in uh, quite some time. Also, X-Force with that shit with Beast. There's some like actual consequences. I'm like, okay, it's yeah. cool. And uh, Zero Cal... What is it? Oh, you zero have... Cal-curry. Zero Calcare. Zero Calcare testicles in my throat it's tentacles at my throat but (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i saw it over there at some point you might if you're listening to this you might have heard me go uh, a weird kind of chuckle around the s's (laughs) where uh i was like what the fuck is that because it's next to me and i looked over at it i was like it, it 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 my eyesight is not perfect but yeah it said zero calcare and then it said tentacles at my throat but i genuinely thought it said testicles in my throat i was like what the fuck is that
0: well netflix is producing this whatever the hell it is and they're gonna put them testicles in your throat Uh, so enjoy that
1: all right soon to be a netflix hit
0: (laughs) soon to be another thing thrown onto netflix and forgotten after 15 seconds um so there is that That is all the things We have so many Did things
1: you say Extreme X-Men number one?
0: I didn't It's not on the fucking website either I gotta oh. fix that So
1: I'm gonna stay yeah. late Just to fix some dumb I mean, shit on the website there's a, there's a Chris Claremont X-Men comic out today Extreme X-Men <laughs> Extreme X-Men It's yep. basically a Kitty Pride comic With Salvador Roca art And yep. uh, if you are It could easily be just an issue that came out When that series was out Like it yeah. looks exactly like it Nice It's weird
0: good stuff well thank yeah. you so much yeah. uh
1: follow us at coast city
0: comics on instagram and uh go check out our whatnot page if you want to do things like that we're doing another one on wednesday night uh which is probably tonight to you if you're listening to this yes, that's true. uh and um yeah don't break go, <laughs> go go buy coast city comics uh, go buy things at CoastCityComics.com. Yes. yeah go buy the go, you know what buy coast city comics if you want to if you've got money uh i'll sell it to you for i don't know i think i could retire easily on a million dollars buy this whole fucking place and let me go move someplace else no (laughs) i'll just move to the bahamas this will be great uh anybody out there with a lot of money come on come at
1: me all right only if you let me run it after tristan leaves for a decent salary
0: all right sounds like a plan all right thank you everybody for listening and we will see you next week good night